Yeah. Yeah. You don't like Canadian food? Well, it's good, but like not as Ethiopian food. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, what kind of Ethiopian food? And what kind of Canadian food? Hello and welcome to Unheard Youth, a podcast created at the Centre for Race and Culture, focusing on newcomer youth voices all across Canada. We're listening to what they have to say about identity, migration, and belonging. I'm your host, Rose Eva Forbes-Jenkins. This episode is entitled Injira versus Burgers, and other conversations from the Youth and Arts program. The title comes from the conversation between Mark and Undal that we heard at the beginning of the show. The line, Injira versus Burgers, stuck out to me, because I felt like it really summed up a lot of the conversations that you're going to hear in this episode. We recorded these conversations between newcomer youth at the Youth and Arts program in Toronto. Through the conversations with the youth, you're going to hear all about the different aspects of their lives, what living in Toronto is like for them, what they aspire to be in the future, and who their favorite celebrity crush is. But first, we want to tell you a little bit about our choice to go to Toronto, or to Toronto as it was originally known to First Nations people. Talking to folks who live in Toronto was really important for us, because not only is it the largest city in Canada, but it's also one of the most multicultural cities in the world. The 2016 census shows that 47% of people living in Toronto were born outside of Canada. So we know that Toronto is diverse, but what does this diversity look and feel like for folks living in the city? What kind of city are youth experiencing now, and will they continue to inherit? To answer these questions, I took a trip to Toronto and visited the Youth and Arts program. Here's a bit more about the program, taken from the description on their website. Youth in Arts is an after-school-based program for refugees and newcomer youth, ages 12 to 24. The program's objective is to establish community connections through planned weekly activities, promote cross-cultural integration, establish positive peer relationships, and strengthen cultural diversity. The program is facilitated by Youth Program Coordinator, Noor Abu Shaban. So, who better to tell us about the program and interview newer than one of the youth who participates in the program themselves? Here's Hanan's interview with program coordinator Noor and their conversation about the Youth and Arts program. Hi, I'm here today with Noor, and my name is Hanan, and I'm going to be interviewing her about CultureLink. Thanks for interviewing me. <laughs> so, Noor, how long have you been working here? I'm about to hit my two years um, in November. What kind of programs do you teach? So I don't teach any programs. I facilitate them. But the programs that I have done in the past, so right now I'm only focusing on youth and arts, which you're in. And before I did something called YRC, which is Youth Recreational Club. So that was before for um, all youth, uh, racialized, marginalized, uh, no matter where they're from or their status. But now I specialize in newcomer youth, like you. Do you want to change anything about CultureLink? I want it to be something bigger. So I want CultureLink to be something that's 
um, helps not just newcomers, but like everyone in the community since it's a charity organization. So I think that's the one thing I would change. But other than that, I feel like we did such a good job on making such a inclusive, non-discriminatory environment so that whenever youth or anyone comes in here, they don't feel judged no matter what their status is or gender, anything like that, no matter where they're from. So I think we did such a good job on that. I just want it to be something bigger that hits whole different audience of people in Toronto because I feel like Toronto's so big it needs more help do you think that like the groups got bigger since you've been here or smaller when I first started the there was only two kids in the program and now there's above 86 people in this program so it's a really big jump and on average we always have like a, at least 11 people showing up the program like a whole crew rolling in here at once it goes like quiet 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 and then suddenly 330 hits and it's like a nation of kids coming in so that's good yeah it just grew a lot and just it's crazy to see like different ages come through so like if i have grade 11 and 12s to year, like a year later they all graduate i have like a new wave of kids that come in so it's so interesting and i'm so excited to see you guys grow up and it yeah it scares me that you guys are growing up so fast okay how do you think people found out about culturelink I was on every social media base outlet. So I was on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook, and everything. And I made sure that everyone could um, know about this program. That's all the questions I have for today. Thank you. Okay, my turn to ask you questions. What's your full name? Hanan Dolal. And what grade are you in? 11. And what do you want to do once you finish grade 12? I want to become a pediatric nurse. And what do you have to do? To become, do you have to go to university or college or what? You have to go to university. What university do you want to go to? As of now, probably Ryerson. Yay! That's where I go. Okay. Were you born in Canada? Yes. And where are you from originally? My background is Ethiopia. Were your parents born in Canada? No, my parents were born in Ethiopia. When did they come to Canada? What year? They came in 1999. Do you have a lot of newcomer friends? Yes. Do you think that you help them out a lot or have you previously helped them out a lot through any barriers that they had when they first came? I think I helped them out in the past. Like if they ever needed help like writing something on their phone or like spelling something out, I would help them out. That's so nice. Okay. So you have a lot of newcomer friends and you see them in school, right? Yeah. When you see them in school, what kind of barriers do you think they go through when they first got to Canada? They feel like they don't fit in yet or like they feel different compared to everyone else that was already here. So they felt like they wouldn't fit in. Do you think that they, for example, when you go, have you ever been back home to visit back home? Yeah. When you went back home, did you feel like you fit in? Um, No, not really. Because like, I feel like since I was like born here, it was different for me there. So you feel like a newcomer when you go back to your parents' home country? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of the same with me. Do you have any interesting stories about you or your friends, which something you've experienced as non-Canadians in the country? So, for example, one time he experienced something bad on the TCC because of his skin color. One time because he didn't speak English well. So have you or someone in your crew ever experienced something that was positive or negative um yes like my, i had a friend who went to a job interview and they like it was a portuguese bakery but like she was black and like everyone else that worked there was portuguese and when she went to the interview like the lady was like why didn't you 
decide to like work at that black restaurant beside <gasps> instead of I don't know. You just told them like. Yeah, yeah. she's like, why didn't you c- try working there? She's like, since you're not Portuguese, we can't really hire you. <gasps> And you don't even speak the language. She's like, but the best we can do is make you clean the place up. They experienced this in Toronto. Is this a newcomer person? It is a newcomer, but like she came here like maybe seven, eight years ago. That's terrible. Did she do anything about that or like tell anyone? She just told the lady like, sorry, I'd rather like not work here. Like, I don't want to do any work here. And then she just left. But like, yeah, she told her family and stuff and they just told her to not go there. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. So it kind of scares me that you guys have been through stuff like this. I don't know what else to ask you. I'm so, like, terrified. Um, have you guys ever joined any other program other than Youth and Arts and, like, collectively gone together? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and do you like Youth and Arts? Yeah. What do you like about Youth and Arts? Everyone here, like, I feel everyone's, like, nice and... Would you have previously done art-based activities on your own if it weren't for youth and arts? No, not really. Like, if it wasn't for, like, coming here, I wouldn't really be doing this kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. You just heard Hanan Noor's conversation about the youth and arts program. For the next section of the podcast, we're going to hear Noor's conversations with the youth at CultureLink. First, we have Noor talking to Diana, Hanan, and Diamond. And then afterwards, we have Mark and Undal. Here are their stories about coming to Canada. Hello, and welcome to our interview about immigration and identity. Today we have Hanan, Diamond, and Diana. So first, I'm going to start with Diamond. Where are you from? I am originally from Eritrea. Were you born in Eritrea? Yes, I was. Hanan, where were you born? Canada. Diana? I was born in Eritrea. How was your experience coming to Canada? I was born in Eritrea, and then I moved to Uganda, which is in Africa, but another um, country. And then I spent there like uh, five to six years, and then I came to Canada. That's so cool. And how was your experience, Diana, when you came to Canada? Okay, basically, I was born in Eritrea. From Eritrea, I went to Sudan. It was like a long trip, but it was like 11 months. Then I went to Israel. I was there for 10 to 9 years. Then I came to Israel. To Canada. So you came directly from Israel to Canada. So you came to Canada as Israel refugee. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Do you like Canada more than Israel? At the beginning, I didn't like it because I, I had a lot of accent more than now. And it was hard to find friends. I had one friend and basically she was my friend till next year. So the next year I started speaking more English and more knowing people yeah but basically i like israel i mean canada more than israel because they treat you better than israel yeah how did they treat you in israel so when i went to school there i've been learning the same subject the same thing the same years until grade five more even even in grade five i learned the same thing then there is one school that there is like it's a black school. Everybody from the, all the countries, there is maybe five to ten kids that they're original Israel, Israeli kids. Yeah. So you were in the same class as everyone else? Basically, it's fine when somebody treats you the same thing as other kids because you know that you actually exist in the class. Because when we did homework, the teacher won't call my name. 
she would think that I didn't do it. So do you like Canada now? Because you told me that before in the beginning, you didn't like it. Now I like it. You know, I know more English and I know more people. And I basically love this country because they help me in things that I need and they help me in school. And there's a program that I go to every Tuesday and Thursday. That's awesome. The youth worker must be really cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what grade are you all in now? I'm grade nine. Uh, I'm grade, I completed grade 10. I'm going to be in grade 11. I'm in grade 11. I'm in grade 10, yeah? So, Hanan, were you born in Canada? Yes. Are your parents born here? No, my parents were born in Ethiopia. When did your parents come to Canada? In 1995, I think. How is it like uh, being born Canadian? It's pretty good. Are you friends with a lot of newcomers? Yeah, like a lot of my friends are from people that are newcomers that weren't born here. How did you meet all of your newcomer friends? It was mostly through school or like this program that I go to on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Culture link. <laughs> nice. Do you ever feel um, there's a difference between you and other Canadian kids? No, I think like everyone should be treated the same. Have you experienced anything that made you feel different? Um, not me personally, but I felt like before kids that were ESL students were treated differently compared to how we were treated. How do you think they were treated differently? A school that I used to go to, they'd make kids like learn the ABC when they already knew it and stuff. Like they'd make them feel really young when like that's not what they should be learning. Like even though they already knew it, they would take them back and teach it to them all over again. So they would send youth that were your age back? Yeah, they would make them like learn what kindergartens or like grade ones would learn. Even though they already knew that information? Yeah, they already knew it. But they were like, since you're a newcomer, you still have to go back and learn that. So Diamond and Diana, did you guys ever have to learn something you already knew when you came to Canada? Yeah, so when I came from Eritrea to Uganda, I was uh, I was in grade five, but then I, I returned to grade four. That was like one year. And then when I came here, I was supposed to be in, well, I'm still in grade 10. I'm going to be next, but like, you know, I have classes that is mixed for grade nine and grade 10. So I was pushed back one year, but I'm still like, you know, moving forward. Yeah. So. And did you ever experience being pushed back? Not even though you knew more. So when I, I learned English already in Israel, like ABCD and things. So I, when I came to Canada, I was in lip, lip program. It's a program for newcomers. So I basically learned the same thing. Same math, same English, same thing. Was there any type of test you had to do when you first came to Canada? Uh, yeah, I had to do um, a test in math and English uh, for like to get into for my home school or something. Yeah, I had to do that. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't hard because uh, like I already knew English from back Eritrea too. So... And what about you, Diana? No, I didn't have to tell because when I came to Canada, I was grade 7. And when, before the high school, you don't take, I think. I didn't take, but my sister did take because she, the first year she came here, she had to be in high school because she was already in grade 9. She had to take, but I didn't. Mark, so where are your parents from? Oh, okay, so that's a good question. My mom's Ethiopian and my father's Jamaican. And where were you born? I was born in Jamaica, yeah. And I and then I grew up in Ethiopia. And when did you come to Canada? I came to this country two years ago. 
okay cool and do you like canada of course of course you don't have to you don't have to say for no, sure no it like makes me sad because there was so much fighting in my country and when i came here it was so amazing really like that's good yeah so okay. much gang related stuff back home and then when i come here white people everywhere so i feel like i'm at home <laughs> yeah i like it in canada a lot okay and do you have siblings yes i have two siblings and are they older or younger one's younger one's older uh was the younger one born here yeah she was she was she was born here yeah okay do you see any differences between you and her differences of how you're treated when you're in canada not many we treat we get treated the same okay do you guys go to the same school we did she left my school where does she go now now she goes to oakwood is it a nicer school or what is it a nicer school it's a better school for her and her academic studies so she went there okay how about you and mr ondo what's the question are you gonna go back and visit your country <laughs> yeah like, of course uh, i'm going next year to visit my family oh really you know? that's what you say every year continue <laughs> That's what you say every year, Ondo. Yeah, but for sure, next year I'm going. Okay. To yeah, visit I'm going to hopefully, you know? yeah, for sure believe you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know it's different. It's so have, different. I don't have a story. Trust me. No, but okay. So first of all, what's your name? So my name is Ondo. Okay. And where were you born? I was born in Ethiopia. You were born in Ethiopia? Yeah. Oh, and when did your parents come to Canada? My parents didn't come here. Only my mom, my me and my sister just came. My dad just stayed there. So we came here uh, eight years ago. And yeah, basically, yeah, it's only me, my sister, and my mom that came here. Oh. And my uncle was here for like a long time. He was like, for 40 years, he was here. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. he came here before us. He's the one who sponsored us, actually. Oh, he sponsored you guys to yeah. come. Okay. Do you ever, did, have you ever been back home? Uh, no, since I came, no. Really? No. Do you want to go back? Yes. Well, I'm going like next year, so. Are you excited? Yes, very excited. What are you most excited about going back home? To meet my old friends. That's first. My family, actually. Uh, my school. I want to visit my school. Aww. Yeah, that's basically it. And how, like, so your dad's back home. Are you gonna go see him too? Yeah, of course. Do you talk to him a lot? Yeah, every every month I call him. We talk on the phone. How long are you gonna stay? Just the summer. I'm just planning to finish my like schoolwork here. So how long are you staying back home for? Like just two months. Two, just two months? Yeah, I like the summer. Only. That's a long time. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Just for the summer, but next year. Yeah. And it's for sure? Next year, yes, for sure. That's so exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Would you ever move back home? Well, not right now, but when I grow up, for sure, I want to go back. I want to live there for the rest of my life. Really? Yeah, because it's so nice. Like, um, It's different when you come to Canada, because... Like, like everything changes like even the weather i don't like the weather it's <laughs> too cold yeah yeah um yeah like everything is so nice there i i, I don't know why yeah everything's just easier yeah. life is easier there <laughs> yeah simpler but what do you like about canada the most the people i guess they're they're really nice i guess like they're welcoming like when i first came here um a lot of white people like welcomed me with my uncle because he was friends with them and yeah. they were really nice to me like they're they're one who taught me english like most of it like i wasn't like this when i came here and they're actually the one who taught me english uh, i didn't go to school for like one year when i came here mm -hmm. and then in grade you took one year off like when yeah. you came here you had to okay yeah. and then after one year i just went to grade six uh i didn't learn grade five i skipped grade five huh wow. yeah uh, when I was in Ethiopia, I was in grade four. I came here, I skipped one year. 
so i was in grade six no way yeah okay so i started in grade six basically you skipped grade six okay and then now what grade are you in 11 i'm in grade 11 oh my god what do you want to do after grade 12 <sighs> college college yeah. what do you want to go into like piloting i like piloting. <gasps> no way! that's so exciting that's amazing yeah i like i like uh, driving planes i guess wow it's so amazing to see you guys want to grow so after you finished that you would go back home yes to ethiopia yeah and eventually work there you would want to work there as yeah. a pilot yes that's awesome so what would you what's the difference the most other than weather um between canada and ethiopia back home what draws you back home the most mm, i have a lot of family back home it's just here it's just my uncle my sister my mom and me like there's like a lot of families back home that i want to meet and see mm-hmm. so yeah the food i like the food too you don't like canadian food oh well, it's good but like not as ethiopian food what we left off the end of that conversation with undal talking about ethiopian foods versus canadian foods This topic was quite controversial, and it sparked a discussion in the room about different cultural foods, with pretty much everyone in the room getting involved. You're going to hear from Mark, whose story we heard earlier, and you'll recognize this conversation from where we got the title for the show. Enjoy this discussion about different cultural foods and the idea of what Canadian food means. (laughs) What are you talking about? Like, what kind of Ethiopian food? And what kind of Canadian food? Like a regular, like daily food that you eat in Canada okay, and like what Ethiopia. Is that? Like burgers and stuff. Well, you don't eat burgers every day in Canada. So what? Do you, what? What is a regular Canadian dish that we usually eat? I'm interested. Like, I don't know. You tell me. Because okay. Ethiopians eat the same thing every day. Yeah, but like, well, the, with different spices. Okay, yeah. but they eat the same bread. They rip it a piece of and then they eat it. Okay. So what's interesting? Huh. Uh, wait, wait, we're recording. What's popping? What are you saying? <laughs> Fam, Canadian food is really bad. Like, I can't imagine. I will never eat it. Okay, okay, go ahead. Good job, guys. Undo. I'm happy that you're proud of your food. And uh, yeah, I respect it because I'm happy doing too, so I have to accept it. It's healthier. Don't get me twisted. Like, yeah, it's way healthier than Canadian. What's your favorite food? I don't know. I like Jamaican food. I like Jamaican cuisine. Like what? What's one? Like the normal jerk chicken, rice and peas, coleslaw. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's healthy. What exactly is Canadian food to you guys? Because you guys seem to hate something specific, and I want to know what it is. What? Poutine. Poutine. Like when you come here, like the taste is different, right? It's not like like spices. You mean spices? Yeah. (laughs) Next up, we have a conversation between Sushi and Miriam. What's really wonderful about the next segment is that Sushi was responsible for the sound editing that you're going to hear. Normally, the youth record themselves. I do most of the sound editing on my own afterwards. But Sushi and Miriam had some extra time after their interview. So I had the chance to upload their conversation and look at the editing program with them. Sushi also chose the music that you're about to listen to. The artist is Vincent Augustus, and the track is called Outline. Hi, this is Miriam uh, from Culture Link at uh, at Jane and Danda Street West. I'm here with my friend Shushi. Shushi, can you please tell us your full name? Uh, my full name is Sasan Ahmad Fatou. So thank you for being here today and giving us your time to share uh, whatever questions I'm going to say today. 
can you tell me uh when you came to canada how old you are like you know your introduction to the to the whole world who's listening right now so basically i came here a year ago and two months i am 14 years old i'm turning 15 this month and the way i look at canada in general is like it's a really nice place you have opportunities to do whatever you want no matter how old are you um people are actually nice yeah it's it's a really nice place to be in that's a good thing to say so which school do you go in which grade are you right now i go to central toronto academy cda and i'm grade nine. Oh, that's good so next year you're going to grade 10 right so how do you like the summer so far so good weather right um it is except for that time it was raining and the temperature was 34 like i didn't so understand that <laughs> like what is that <laughs> so i have this question for you uh what's your favorite color and then your favorite celebrity and even if you have a crush in the celebrity uh my favorite color is black mm-hmm. um my celebrity crush is cole sprouse he's just he's like the perfect guy you know he's uh, he's a he's a good actor he's handsome like yeah oh that's good i actually don't know him but i'll i'll search up and see what <laughs> he looks like i'm curious so um how are you so far like anything you want to say to people right now i'm fine i can't say that i'm not going through things like everybody goes through things um like especially me because it was hard for me to move from lebanon to here um i'm actually syrian but i lived in lebanon my whole life so yeah and it was hard for me to leave that place i grew up there i spent 14 years in there and all of a sudden i just came to canada and the day i came um i didn't see my friends at the airport um my flight was at 4 20 a.m so yeah and the sad part is i feel like they're the most people who could understand me because i've been i've been with those people since kindergarten and we were always together we visited each other a lot we went out in the summer but now i'm like i met some friends here but you know it doesn't feel the same with everyone especially that you grew up with them and then all of a sudden you left them and you didn't have a choice yeah they get you they get you more yeah yeah what would you do if if you get a chance to go back to your country i would i would run back there like just for your friends or for everything for the for the for sitting in the airplane it's so comfy for seeing the really beautiful natural views for my people like you you go in the street and then you everybody says hi to you no matter if like if they know you if they don't they all speak your language like I don't have a problem speaking to people here because I grew up like I knew English so I don't have a problem talking to anyone but it feels better when, when like yeah when they speak your own language yeah. you just pass in the street knowing that everybody speaks your language everybody will understand what you're talking about um, I want to go back for the traditions it's a really it's a really 
nice traditions that they have for that feeling you get after Ramadan because I'm Muslim mm -hmm. after Ramadan there's Eid it's three days like you get this feeling it's just so exciting everybody's excited you know everybody's you're gonna see everybody um, you go shopping mm -hmm. you just get this special feelings you get money Yeah, you get money from yeah, everybody money, you visit. Money, money, yeah, money. yeah, you get candies. I literally will like wanna go back to everything. It's it's like special to me. So my last question is, um, what do you wanna be in Canada, and what is your goal, no matter what happens in life? Um, my goal is to make my parents proud, because when I grew up. I couldn't do anything to make them proud because we were going through a lot of things. So I didn't have a lot of opportunities to do something to make them proud. But now that I'm here, my first goal that I that I focus on is making them proud no matter what should I do, no matter how long is it going to take, no matter how hard I have to try, I, I just want to do it because I just want to see them happy and proud. I don't want to be the daughter that doesn't care about her her parents. She just wants her own comfortable life. Like I want to be comfortable in my life, but at the same time, I want to I want to make my parents proud. Because when I go back to thinking that how much time they spend on raising me and teaching me stuff that I have to face right now, yeah, to face in life and know about life, I. I just feel so bad I didn't do anything for them. So that's why I want to make them proud. They brought me to this life and I gotta do something. Yeah, wow. That was so beautiful. So sweet of you. So uh, thank you everybody for listening uh, today. Uh, today, And you've been with me, uh, Miriam, from uh, Cultural Link at Jane and Dandas West. And we've been with Susie. Thank you for your time and everything. Thank you, Susie. Thank you for having me. Have a good day, everybody. Hey, guys, this is Sushi. Today, I'll be interviewing my friend, Miriam. Miriam, what's your background? Um, my background, um, I'm from Eritrea. I came out from my country when I was 12 years old, which is 2012. So, and from... From Eritrea, I went to Uganda, wh where I lived for five years, and I came to Canada, which is a year now. So, um, and I'm here, 18 years old. What was the reason you came to Canada? Actually, the really reason I know is for education. The first place I came out from my country was for better education because my dad was like really obsessed with e education night and day and night so he took us to uganda because they have um a good a good education um system and the way they they do it was so good so i went to uganda for education and now because it's africa like um my my aunt responds here so i'm here for education Did you want to come here at the first place or you didn't have a choice? Oh, actually, um, I wanted to go out from my country ever since I was like six years old uh, because I always used to see um, movies or something. So I really wanted to come out. But I really did not know like what's the goal, like what's the goal coming out because I was like so young. So... And when I was coming up from my country, uh, I didn't, I didn't know. So I had like, I had to follow my dad's decisions like that. So 
Mariam, I'm gonna ask you a question. It's kind of silly because that's not our topic, but um, could you tell us your favorite color? <laughs> okay, so my favorite color is purple. Um, yeah, uh, I love purple so much. I don't know why, but I, I really love purple. Um, I have one more question for you. If you got a chance to go back to your country, like, no, I actually have two questions. Do you miss your pe- <laughs> Do you miss your people back in Uganda or Eritrea? Yes, yes, I, I, I absolutely do miss them a lot. Um, back home, obviously, people who grew up with me, all the kids who grew up with me, uh, fortunately, they're not there. Some of them, I got to contact them, like with the social media but people who love there yes i do miss them so much because there's a lot of history ever since i was like so young and they grew up with them playing like with the soil or whatever and when you go to uganda i have a lot of friends a lot lots of them friends and um i'm eritrean and like at the same time i, I call myself ugandan too because i am i got to mature to be strong everything to be who I am right now is one of one of the the life I lived in Uganda. So I I miss them so much, and I I I don't know, I miss them so much. I want to see them even. And how was it like coming to Canada? Was it like, did you meet people immediately? Were they nice? Have you experienced racism? How was it in general? Um, coming to Canada was so exciting. Like from back. Uganda because like like day and night like you could say oh my god when am I gonna go to Canada because like like I don't know like that's the way it is not the way it is but the way people feel like me so uh when I came to Canada people were nice and my family were here all came to see me I got to see most of my family even the family I've never seen my relatives and the people were nice too I got to know a lot of people except one day what happened in my job and like like but it was okay like didn't affect me but everything was so so really good and i'm and i'm 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 one of the people who's lucky to be in canada do you want to tell us what happened uh, in your job or it's something personal you don't want to talk yeah i don't want to talk about that okay that's fine thank you so much miriam I don't need love, I could live in outer space It's just all these other people make me feeling out of place I don't need drugs, it just helps me with the pain That's it for this episode of the Unheard Youth Podcast. Entitled, Injira vs. Burgers, and other conversations from the Youth and Arts program. I think that Injira vs. Burgers really covers a lot of the conversations that we heard between the youth. To me, the title means that even though a lot of the youth might prefer aspects of the places that they used to live, they're doing the best that they can now with the opportunities that they have in front of them. Some people might prefer injera, and some people might prefer burgers. But at the end of the day, we're all sitting at the table eating together. I'm so grateful to everyone at the Youth and Arts program, and I wanted to give a big thank you to all the youth who participated for sharing their stories. Everyone featured in this episode contributed an incredible amount of knowledge on what it means to be a newcomer in Toronto. And thank you to everyone that helped in the development of this episode of the podcast. First off, I wanted to thank Tiffany Pollock 
for coordinating the sessions that I had with the Youth and Arts program. Tiffany Pollock is a postdoctoral fellow at York University, who acted as cultural liaison between myself back in Edmonton and the youth groups in Toronto. I also wanted to thank Rania El Mujamar. Before the recordings took place, the youth attended a social justice-themed workshop facilitated by Rania. Rania is a Sudanese-Canadian artist, arts educator, equity, anti-oppression, liberation, and meaningful inclusion educator and consultant. Rania talked to the youth about the power of storytelling and what it means to tell your story. A big thank you to everyone that made this episode possible, including Andrea Amberley, Tiffany Pollock, Rania El-Mujamar, Noor Abu-Shaban, and especially all the youth at CultureLink for all of their incredible work in the creation of this podcast. We would also like to thank our friends and partners at CJSR 88.5 FM, the Edmonton Community Foundation, and the Connecting Culture and Childhood Project. This project has been made possible in part by the Government of Canada. Ce projet a été rendu possible à partir grâce au gouvernement du Canada. Thank you to Chivenji for providing the music featured in the podcast. We wanted to acknowledge the land that the recordings featured on this episode were created on. The City of Toronto has recently released the Toronto for All campaign, where signs across the city have the following message. I acknowledge the land I am standing on today is the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, Chippewa, Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. We also want to share a treaty acknowledgement from Ryerson University. Toronto is in the Dish with One Spoon territory. The Dish with One Spoon is a treaty between the Anishinaabe, Mississaugas, and Haudenosaunee that bound them to share the territory and protect the land. Subsequent Indigenous nations and people, Europeans and all newcomers, have been invited into this treaty in the spirit of peace, friendship and respect. The dish represents what is now Southern Ontario, from the Great Lakes to Quebec, and from Simcoe into the United States. We all eat out of the dish. All of us share this territory, with only one spoon. That means that we have to share the responsibility of ensuring the dish is never empty, which includes taking care of the land and the creatures we share it with. The episode was produced by me, Rose Eva Forks Jenkins. Hosting was recorded in the studios of the Edmonton Community Foundation. We produced this show at the Centre for Race and Culture at Edmonton, Alberta, Amiskwichuiskaigan. The Centre for Race and Culture acknowledges that we are located on Treaty 6 territory, traditional homelands for many Indigenous peoples, including the Nehio, Soto, Nitsitape, Métis, Dene, and Nakoda. We pay our respects to the ancestors past and present who call this land home.